1: The town of Golconda nestled in the hills in the heart of the gold country. It was there that Eben Frawley ran the general store. When a tall white man and an Indian reined up in front of Eben's establishment, there was nothing to indicate that the rider of the white horse was the almost legendary character known only as the Lone Ranger.
2: Ready, big fella? Huh,
1: Tonto, let's look at
2: Eben's place. Ah, oh, plenty changed since last time we come here. The old fellow's expanded. Store's twice as big as it used to be. Isn't that right? <laughs> I guess he must have decided to spend some of the money he'd saved. Ah, uh, me stay here horse? Yes, Tonto. I'll go and try to find the boots for Dan. <laughs> Him be plenty glad to get surprised when he'll come back from trip. Yes, it's worth the trouble of getting under disguise and coming here. Well, I'll be back in a few minutes. Uh,
3: good morning, mister. Good morning. Just name it. If I ain't got it, you can't get it.
2: <laughs> I'm looking for a pair of boots for a boy of about fourteen.
3: Boots eh? Mining, riding, walking, are just fancy for sure. Oh,
2: something like these I'm wearing. Size 8.
3: Yeah, hey, I just got in a case of boots. It's there in the back room. I just checked the invoice, but had no time to put them on the shelf. You go back there and take your pick. All right. You'll find them between the blasting potter and the tinned oysters. Hey. Hi, Evan. Hey, bless my soul, it ain't Tom Jackson. I've been waiting for you. I got your packs all made up. Right there in the corner, two mules right in the back. Hey,
4: it's downright fine you a to grub-stake me, Evan. Downright hey, fine. By my
3: eyes, it's just plain good business, that's all it is.
4: Well, it shows sure a relief to do business with you. After the skinflint ways ways of grab a Garson, Why, well, when that credit grub stake a man. He wants 75% any claim that's found.
3: I know. That's why I decided to put my cash to work grub-staking men like you. Well, there's you gain grub. I'll get going and find you some pay debt. Ain't hey, there more papers or something to sign? You signed them. You turn up something in the next three months, half of it's mine. You don't, we call it quits. I don't owe you for this stuff. Not if you don't hit pay dirt. Uh, gosh.
4: Sure, a different deal than Garson made. Well, he expects men to pay back what he advances them, whether they find gold or not. Well,
3: you're dealing with Evan Frawley now, not grab a Garson. Now get. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, can you tote them packs? Yeah, I'll
4: manage. Just hold the door for me. Yep. Oh, by the way, Evan. Yeah? You better keep a wall at your back. What did he mean? Carson's pretty sore about the way you took his business away from him. He was doing all right, grub-staking men. He don't like to lose what he has. Well, hey, better not try anything with me. Well, just keep your eyes open.
3: So long. Hey, good luck to you. Hey, there. You find that boots all right? Yes, but I'm still looking for the right pair. Well, take your time. No hurry about it. You <laughs> better get to sweeping the floor. Ronnie,
0: I want to talk to you.
3: Hey, go ahead and talk. Did you bring that breed to help you talk? I've had about enough of your activities. How's about closing that door? Huh? Oh, we'll close it. Close it, Miguel. Close it hard.
4: Hard, eh?
3: Hey, Dad, well, that's you right. hide. You slammed the glass window out of the door. Somebody's got to pay for that. I saw Tom Jackson leaving here. I suppose you grub grubstaked him? You bet I have, you greedy grab-and-skin and you know, grubstake any other man I think is deserving. You. Oh,
5: you will, eh? Well, it was my idea to finance prospectors. It
3: was my idea, see? My I've been in business for five years. Well, you won't be in business much longer. No, sir. You, not while I'm alive and kicking. You swindled a half a dozen men out of the claims. Those you didn't swindle out of the claims, you left only a few shares while you grabbed most of them. <clears throat> hey, look out for that tableware. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Senor, I am ah.
4: so sorry. I am clumsy,
3: here. Eh? You on this side, why you smash all them dishes? You bumped into that tableware purpose. Now get out of here. Go on, the two of you get. You lay a hand on me, Fraulein. Miguel will protect me. You get here. I'll lay both hand and foot on you. And Miguel is well. You, and you be careful. You get. Miguel. i fix you. Put that knife away. i get you. Oh.
4: Uh,
2: hey, what you the? You were really going to stab him, weren't you? Well,
4: who's this? Where'd you come from?
3: Miguel, you hurt? Boy, oh, yeah, I think the bullet strike only the knife. Oh, stranger, you sure <laughs> saved my neck.
2: That breed meant business. Do you want to call the law?
3: It was self-defense. That's
5: what it was. Miguel was defending me. That man was coming, going to choke He's me. Stop it,
2: Garson. Well, what do you want done with him, Frawley?
3: I just want to be quit of him. I'll get out of here. How
2: about it, Garson? you intend to get out or stay and discuss the point?
3: I
5: came to warn you, Frawley. You had your warning. You want to discuss it, huh? Good. Let go me.
3: Miguel, help me. You too, Miguel. Right, no. Let me go. Let me go. I'll kill you. I'll get the door open. What's left, Eric? Uh, You'll pay for
2: this. Tuttle, catch them and squirt them on their way. Uh, Here they are. Oh, your turn, Tuttle.
3: Let them have it, the guns. That's my heart, stranger. I don't know how I can thank you for that. It was worth the cost of that door and them dishes to see the way you handled them side wonders. Eben, hey.
2: this may be only the beginning of trouble I'll for I'll watch them.
3: I'll be on guard. Don't you worry about me.
2: Carson's pal wasn't fooling with that knife.
3: I didn't think they'd go that far. Now that I know the were here, I'll be set for them. Hey, did you find them boots you wanted? No, not yet. Well, I'll help you look. And hey, when you find them, they're a present from me to you. Right? Hey, dear, what's happened out there in the street?
2: Seems to be a crowd coming this way.
3: Hey, it's Pete Bloomer. Who? He's your galoot in the middle of that crowd. The one in the mule. Hey, Jumping I wonder if he struck it rich. He's coming in here. Hey,
0: Evan! Evan, I done it. I struck a rich! Found the painters! Pete, you old horn toad. You sure of that? Rich, you hear me? I struck it. Biggest strike I ever made. <laughs> Get that foolish look off your face. I ain't joking. I mean it, don't you, Savvy? We're rich, Evan, rich. Gosh, Pete, I can't believe it. Forty years i prospected. Never seen nothing like it. Whereabouts is starting? Just beyond Big Bear Creek. No plastic stuff, neither. No siree, it's a vein. We got us a mine. By Jiminy, Evan, we're mine owners. You bring sabburs? full. If only it assay is good. It's been assayed already. Stop by at Rock City. They said they'd never seen the like. <laughs> Am I glad it's you that staked me and not Grabber Garson? It's staked? Staked our claims and filed on them. You don't catch me napping. No buzzard of a claim jumper will ever get no gold of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Quit looking like you can't believe it, Evan. It's
3: true. So help me, it's true. Then you get right back there. Huh? I'll give you a new repeating rifle. I'll give you grub. As soon as you can, I'll send him in to join you. It's right now you guard that claim. If anybody so much as tries to set foot on it, blast him off.
1: In the street outside, Grabber Garson and the half-breed named Miguel... Watch the excited crowd that milled in front of Frawley's store. Look at the pack of fools making a regular hero of that old coot. I
5: see them. And to think I'd have most of peach mine if it hadn't been for Frawley. Uh, If
4: it had not been for Frawley, I would not have a wrist so lame I cannot move it. Someday I get even. You see, no man can treat Miguel Espinoza in that way.
5: I got some rough handling, too, Miguel. I got something to settle, too. What's more, I'm going to settle it. Senor, so you, you have the idea? Yes. I think I have. Well, oh, bueno. Do you know what sort of agreement Frawley made with Pete? Uh, the, the discovery is divided half and half. Yes, but there's something else in the agreement. If anything happens to one of the two, the survivor gets the whole business. Mm. But what of that, senor? <laughs> My idea is taking shape. Maybe people can say that I drove a hard bargain, but they can't say that I ever tried to murder a man. You, senor? No, no. You have not done that. Well, that's what Eben Frawley's going to do. Just let me get things worked out, Miguel, and I'll have a job for you. How's your hand? Uh, He's pretty sore. Someday I get even with that hombre who shoots knives from a man's hand. Uh, He's over there at the hitch rail right now. Uh... The Indian is with him. I wonder who that Indian is.
2: My back is to them, Toto. Are Garson and McGail still whispering to each other? Ah, uh, that's right. Half-breed, have got plenty ugly look on face. I think we'll keep an eye on things for a time. Garson isn't going to stop with what he's done. All right, man up, we'll go to camp uh, instead of being up. Uh, One silver. Get him up, scalp Scout.
1: several days, the Lone Ranger and Tonto watched developments in town, but they saw no sign of the half-breed called Miguel. On the morning of the third day, Tonto raced into camp with news for the masked man. Oh, scoundrel!
2: Oh, scoundrel! Oh,
1: Tonto, oh. you have news? Uh, maybe
2: not m- important news. Maybe plenty important. Well, what is it? Miguel, not in town for two, three days. Yes, I know that. Did you find out where he is? No, but him disappeared same time old miner leave town. Pete? Ah, uh, maybe him follow Pete to claim... Possible? I don't see what he could gain by that. Well, maybe he'd kill Pete. He'll give the entire claim to Evan Frawley. Carson wouldn't gain anything. Gail couldn't jump the claim if it's already filed. So it might be a good idea to ride out and see if Pete is all right. Hey, you know where claim is? Frawley will tell me. But not if you go there with mask. I'll call on him in the same disguise I wore the last time, and I'll come back here and we'll ride to Pete's claim. Here, give me a hand with the disguise. Ah.
1: When Tonto and the Lone Ranger, wearing the familiar mask, reined up in front of the little shack, Pete had hurriedly thrown up in the mountains. Hello, hello, hello,
2: hello. hello there! Anyone inside? He'll not answer. Smoke coming from the chimney. Come on, Tonto. We'll look in.
0: Oh.
2: In there and floor heat.
0: Oh, I'm dying. Give me a
2: hand, Tonto. We'll see what's wrong. Ah.
0: I know what's wrong. it's... It's poison. They're murdering skunk.
2: Look at his eyes, Toto. Ah. Uh,
0: my, my food was poisoned. I, I, I got awful pains. My uh, throat hurts. Me get things from Saddlebag. Well,
2: listen to me, Pete. We're friends and we'll help you. Who poisoned you? Uh,
0: couldn't be anyone but Frawley. He's the only one who had a chance to put something in in my food. He, he wanted the mine. All of it. Not just half. He, when did it all
2: go? Steady, steady now. We're going to see that he doesn't get it all.
1: The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. To continue our story, for three days Tonto stayed with Pete Bloomer, helping him fight the poison and nursing him back to health. In the meantime, the Lone Ranger took samples of the food that Evan Frawley had supplied to a doctor friend. It was night when the masked man returned to the gold claim. He found Tonto camped near the side of a little shack. The Indian reported on Pete's condition.
2: Him nearly well again. In be good as new in three day. Good. I brought more food, Tonto. It's in the saddlebags. Ah, uh, that good. Food supply low. Unless we use food Pete brings. That food can't be used. Uh, doctor say food poison. Yes, but differently than we thought. Uh, what's Pete have to say? Well, him plenty mad at even Frawley. He still thinks Frawley poisoned his food, huh? Ah, uh, no one else near food. Tonto, look over there. Pete's leaving the shack. Ah, uh, we go get him, huh? Yes, come on. Late for you to be out, isn't it, Pete? Huh? Oh, Were you uh, going somewhere?
0: Well, I, I was just going to uh walk around a little.
2: With your saddle on your arm?
0: Now, see here. I appreciate the help you gave me, but that don't mean i got to give an account of everything I do, especially to a masked man. Oh,
2: Pete, take it easy.
0: Will you let me alone.
2: Put his saddle away, Tonto. Now, see here. Take him now. He did. might be a big mistake to go and accuse Eben Fawley of trying to kill you.
0: How do you know my plans?
2: <laughs> they weren't hard to guess.
0: You left here with some of that food to see if there really was poison in it. What was the answer? There was poisoning the food, all right. Well, then that settles it. I'll deal with that, Polecat. Well, what can you prove? I don't need to prove a doggone thing. I'll take the law into my own hands. I'll get square. And I'll...
2: then you'll hang.
0: I'll make that slick-talking critter confess. That's what I'll do. Why, he's even worse than grabber-garters in the scheme and sidewinder. Pete, uh,
2: let me tell you something about that food. Well? There was poison in it, but not a poison that would kill anyone. Huh? The food had been treated with something that would make you deathly sick. Just something that would wear off in a few days.
0: You sure of that? Dead sure?
2: Yes. If Eben had wanted to poison you, he'd have used arsenic or something like that. He has plenty of it in his store.
0: Well, maybe he don't know the difference. Maybe he made a mistake.
2: Maybe you made the mistake in suspecting Eben. Maybe someone wanted you to do just what you're trying to do.
0: Huh? What do you mean
2: by that? Someone who wanted to get rid of Eben, Frawley. You don't mean Garson? Yes, I do.
0: But he wouldn't Wouldn't be. Wouldn't he
2: be in a nice spot if you killed the man who's ruined his business?
0: gone, I never thought of that. Say, just who are you anyway?
2: That's not important, Pete. Just give me a chance to prove what I've told you.
0: Well, how can you do that?
2: I, I don't know yet.
1: I'll have to find a way. For some time after Pete had been persuaded to return to his shack for the night... The Lone Ranger and Tonto sat beside a tiny campfire, discussing the situation and making careful plans.
2: It'll uh, mean another disguise, Tonto. different one than I wore the last time I went to Golconda. Oh, uh, we picks that. It also means some careful work on your part. You uh, know. And a certain amount of luck. Uh, plan worth trying. Yes, I think it is. Well, I'll get started on it right away.
1: Day, a tall man who seemed to be an unlucky prospector appeared in Golconda and went to the cafe. He dropped a few remarks that brought many curious questions from the townspeople.
5: You say you seen
4: Pete stretched on the floor of his shack?
1: That's right. Dead, huh? Certainly looked like a dead
2: man.
0: Great day.
2: There was poison in his grub. A poison?
0: How'd you know that?
2: Food poisons a dog, it poisons a man. Hey,
0: there ain't no one but Evan Frawley that could have done that.
2: That's so. Evan Grub's taking. He gave him that food.
0: Why, ginger, that's so. a well,
4: Frawley done it. Bust him in, Frawley. <laughs> hey, boys, have you heard the news? That's Poison Pete. He dead. dead. Yeah, Frawley done it. Evan figured to get his share of the claim.
1: The news spread through the cafe, into the streets, through the town like wildfire. Some were quick to accuse Evan Crawley. Others were dubious and willing to give Evan the chance to tell his side of the story or to defend himself. Well, maybe
2: Evan done it and maybe he didn't. I say, let's go talk to
0: him. There he is, ask him to
4: his face. Now we'll see what he knows. Eh, yeah, Crawley, what's this about Pete being killed? Come on, talk up! <laughs> What's that you said about Pete?
0: He was murdered. His grub was poisoned. Oh, and
4: we come here
0: to see what you got to say about it. What's
3: that? Uh, wait, wait now. Never... Maybe
0: aim to get that claim all for yourself. Answer oh, that
2: one, Evan. How about it?
3: Uh, wait, hold oh, on. It's the first I've heard about it. Give me a chance to think. Gosh, Pete dead? Uh, I can't hardly believe. You're it. just acting. I'm not oh, acting, Gus. Give wasn't. Evan a chance
5: to talk. If Pete was poisoned, it has to be Evan. Who else stood to gain by it? Pete got all his grub from you, didn't he? wait.
3: It wasn't me to tell it. I swear I didn't. I say Uh, we should string him up for it. No, no, boys. You can't do that. Don't listen to Carson. Take him up to that claim. If Pete's dead, string him up on the spot.
1: (laughs) While the crowd milled around Evan's store, the Lone Ranger moved with deft speed in the back of the store. He removed the prospector's clothing that covered his own and replaced the disguise with his mask. Then when Evan was grabbed by half a dozen men, the lone ranger came into the store from the rear door. One of his guns barked for attention.
2: Get back, all of you. Get away from Frawley. Let him alone.
0: So you got a masked outlaw on your side. Hey, that came close to my feet.
2: The next one will come closer, Garson. This way, Frawley. But, uh, this way. You can come with me or hang.
3: I reckon I'll choose you.
2: Back way, we can both ride my horse.
3: I don't serve this at all. Who are you?
2: I want to ask you a few questions, but first we've got to get away from here. Silly big fella, get up here behind me. Those
3: crazy galoots
2: would lynch me. Listen to me, Frawley. Your friend's not dead. Don't worry about Pete. Up you come. You mean to say Pete's alive? Yes, I'll tell you all about it when we get away from here. Come on, Silver.
1: That night, Miguel, the half-breed, who lived alone in a small cabin at the edge of town, had slept for less than an hour when something roused him to wakefulness. Uh, what was that? He listened, straining his ears to catch the sound of someone moving outside the building. For a moment, there was silence. I was sure I heard someone. He sat up in the bunk. His hand reached for the gun beneath his pillow. Then suddenly, a voice cut through the silence.
2: Carson, what are you doing there? Hold
1: on, come back here. Caramba. What is this? I must see what goes on.
4: There you are.
2: Uh, what is this? That's what I want
4: to know. You, you're masked. You come to rob me?
2: I came to find out what you and Garson are up to.
4: But Senor, Drop that
2: gun before I let you have it. See, si, see. Si. That's it. I'll start talking.
4: Senor, talking about what? I don't understand.
2: What's the game you and Garson are playing? How does he come here to see you?
4: Senor, there was no one here. Don't
2: he try to tell me it was not Garson who just left here. Oh, I have seen nothing of Senor Garson. Then who did leave your back door? No one. There was no one here, Senor. You mean to say I didn't see someone ride right away from the rear of the shack less than two minutes ago? There was no one here, I swear. Come it this way. Oh, let me go, Senor. Let go of my neck. I'll show you the footprints. Open that door. Si,
4: see, si, I will open it, but please let go of my neck.
2: Look out. Senor, Senor, what is Steady, it? steady. There's no one here. Look at this. What? A gun? Yes, lashed to the side of the casing with a string from the trigger to the door. This was supposed to kill the first person to open it. That would be me. There is never anyone else here. Now, do you deny that there was someone here? No, senor. Now I do not deny it. If you had a little more time, you'd have sighted the gun so it wouldn't have shot over your head. Senor, you say it was Garson who was here? I thought you and Garson were pals. Was he who rode away? The moon's none too bright, I... Might have made a mistake. Hmm, you might have made a mistake, but you might not have made a mistake, eh? Forget well, I came here, Miguel. Adios. Oh, wait. wait. Wait a
4: moment, senor. I want to talk to you. Come back, senor. Please come back.
1: Miguel stood there for a moment after the mysterious masked man rode away. And he hurriedly put on his boots and gun belt. And he picked up the pistol he had dropped to the floor and left his cabin. A few minutes later, Grabber Garson was wakened by a pounding on his door. It's about time you opened the door.
5: Miguel,
4: what are you doing here? Oh, you're surprised to see me alive. You thought I would be killed, eh? What's that? You thought I knew too much. You planned to set the trap. Then you will not have to fear that I would tell who it was that caused the death of Pete. Shut up. Listen to me, you crazy fool. Have you been drinking? Oh, no, no I've not been drinking. I know what I hear and what I see. I hear the one with the mask called your name. I know it's you who leave the back of my house. I haven't been near the back of your house, and I don't know what you're
0: talking you about. You lie.
4: You tell 1,000 lies. You tell me the poison will do more than make Pete sick. You lie about that. You kill him. Now you say you have not been near my house. Again, you lie. You deny you want me dead, so there's no one to know about you. More lies. Well, I'm here to fix you, Garson. And about that, I do not lie. You're a loco. Put that gun down. Stop it, Miguel. What? Oh, oh you... my hand. It... It's you again. You hit my
3: hand.
2: You should have left your gun at home.
3: You heard it, Sheriff? You heard what you said? From me. Sheriff. Yeah, we're here all right. And you heard what Miguel said about the poison in Peach Grove. I didn't do it. That Breed is the one who's to blame. It was Garson who made me do it. You can't prove it. Now
2: ah, shut up, both of you, shut
4: up.
3: We heard all we need to know. This yes, man figured we'd get some true facts if we got you two stirred up. Well, he was right. Come on, Breed, we want you. You too, Garson. No, no. I didn't poison the food. The Breed did it. He sneaked up and put poison in Pete's food during the night. Uh, and you gave me the poison. The stuff I gave you wasn't poison. It wouldn't have killed Pete. He didn't die, you scheming poor cat. But he got mighty sick.
5: He he didn't die?
3: No. He didn't come to kill me like you wanted him to.
4: If he didn't die, you can't hang me? Well, maybe we can't hang you. We can put you away for a good spell. Sheriff, this one, he should have extra time in jail. He should be there longer than me. He tried to kill me. That ain't so. I can prove it. Oh, you can forget that charge, Breed. Carson didn't try to kill you. But I heard the shot. I saw the gun on the string. Uh-huh. But that wasn't Carson's doing But it. Who, then? It was just the masked man's way of stirring things up to see if some truth wouldn't come to the surface.